I knew that this could kill me. It was never once that I thought, this is where I want to be. On the streets, no place to live, little hope for living, and no hope for change. That was Bruce Greer's story. There are no miracle sandwiches, you know. Uh, There may be some miracle sermons or or preaching, you know, but I have never seen none that'll turn a guy instantly into the person that they should be. Stories of Hope is a podcast about people who meet needs and change lives. In this episode, on the streets of New York City, Johnny Johnson and Graffiti Church are bringing hope to people like Bruce, one miracle sandwich at a time. This is Stories of Hope from Send Relief, Episode 2, No Miracle Sandwiches. Johnny Johnson grew up on the Lower East Side of New York in a neighborhood called Alphabet City. It still has a lot of problems, but when Johnny was a kid, it was easier to see those problems. Oh, it was was a lot tougher. This whole block was drug-infested. This was like a drug market. You come through and people are like, oh, I got blue bag, I got yellow bag. Hey, I got this, this weed you can't beat and this, that, and the other, you know? Before long, that culture had dragged Johnny down with it. I kind of strayed after I got in high school, started smoking weed. After smoking weed, I started snorting cocaine and heroin and stuff, you know? And, um, uh, and I did that for a number of years. Johnny left New York, but his problems went with him. Eventually, he came back home and found God was waiting for him. I came back uh, to New York because uh, my mom was sick, really sick. We thought she was going to die. But I came back and I was praying and God, you know, he didn't let her die. It, it changed my life. And I felt that, hey, you know, if it can change me, it can change anybody. Johnny may have changed, but Alphabet City had not. The drug culture had spawned a huge homeless problem. In nearby Tompkins Square Park, there was a tent city of homeless people. They had even elected their own mayor, but that didn't mean everything was civil. But what happened was, uh, every morning they would find bodies, dead bodies of people who overdosed on drugs, or they got shot fighting over drugs or stabbed or something like that. But drugs weren't the only things putting people on the streets. There are many things that can drive a person to be homeless. And many times, it begins with one simple turn of bad luck. We have a saying, everybody's just a sandwich away from homelessness. Because like some of the people who I talked to who were homeless, they were doing pretty good. And it took one incident in their life that, you know, started them on the, on the downward and they couldn't stop. They just couldn't, they were powerless to stop it until they were just homeless. They were just homeless and on the street. Taylor Field is a Send Relief missionary with the North American Mission Board and the pastor of Graffiti Church in Alphabet City. During his time there, he has seen a lot of people fall into the cycle of homelessness. You know, because I've been here for 32 years, I've seen different phases for homelessness, but it's always been a problem in this neighborhood. Now it is what I would call a bipolar community. People with a great deal right next to people with absolutely nothing. And the church is right in the middle, and I think that's where we should be. Sin Relief has a phrase where it says, uh, meeting needs, changing lives, and we'll say, meet the need first. And that's one of the things that we see. Basic hunger is one of the needs. When Johnny Johnson came back to God, it was through the witness of a church in Alphabet City. Its formal name is East Seventh Baptist Church, but here, everyone knows it simply as Graffiti Church. 
first we was at a storefront, you know, hence the name graffiti. You know, it had storefront, it had graffiti written all over it, and no matter how many times we would come and paint it, you know, you come back and Lucy Loves Eddie and, and Uptown Johnny was here and that kind of thing was written on it. So people knew us as Graffiti Church. Graffiti Church is also where Johnny met Taylor Field. Because Taylor, he, to me, he was kind of like green, you know, in a rough and tumble area. When I seen how kind and nice he was, in my mind I was saying, boy, they're going to eat him up. <laughs> they're going to eat him alive, you know, right? A white boy down on the Lower East Side, that kind of thing, you know? But it didn't take long for Johnny to see where Taylor's heart was. No matter where he walked, he would be amongst the homeless, man. Uh, and that's one thing I'll always respect him. Man's a PhD. And here he is sitting on the curb with a homeless person who's picking bugs off himself or something, you know, and talking with him, you know, sharing a cup of coffee with him, you know, engaging him in conversation. Everything okay, Alex? No one was ever changed by a program, even a food program. Hello, everybody. Hey, Mr. Ting, how you doing? They're changed by relationships within that. Probably the most important thing someone could do is take some time to have a meal with some people. Don't just give food to people, eat with them. So Graffiti Church is always looking for a way to have those conversations, ways to engage the homeless in places where they need help. One of those ways is called FLIP, Free Lunch in the Park. Every Saturday, Johnny and Graffiti invite other churches to come and help feed those in need. Bruce Greer spent 20 years on the street, and for him, graffiti's meals could be the difference between life and death. I had mental problems. I let it get to me. I had an apartment, I had, you know, a job, but I went to the streets. I made myself become a street person. The shelter was so bad that, you know, and there was no protection. You'd be on a soup kitchen and somebody would be stabbed right in front of you. To protect myself, I didn't go to the soup kitchens. I ate out of garbage cans. I wasn't because I was crazy, even if it looked crazy. It was how I protected myself. But just because Johnny and Graffiti were meeting a need didn't mean it was accepted gratefully. The first time they met Bruce, he lashed out at them. And there was a time I would spit in your face. I would like, you got me angry. Like if I thought you would disrespect me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be pretty about it. And you know, I would attack you or whatever, but I don't do that anymore. And pastor thinks it's the Lord has changed my life. They love you even when you don't love yourself. Uh, we always want to be open to the next step where something really, our, our prayer is something transcendent will happen, something beyond just basic food or a sandwich. And we have seen some amazing transformations. It takes years of investing in the lives of the homeless before it can make an impact. And maybe not even then. At Graffiti, they just keep at it. Every Wednesday, they offer a hot meal in the church, a shower and Bible study. We love the miracles and, and, and uh, you know, we love the first round knockouts where, you know, that's the great thing, but it's a lot tougher when you're working with someone. Honestly, it's a battle. We've seen some um, tragedies too. It was devastating sometimes to, to see things go up and down. This is Johnny Johnson. But it's hard, people don't realize how, how hard it is to get back on a good foot, to get established again, you know? You know, even to get a job where you ain't got a place to wash up and shower and all those things where you can show up at a job decent. It's one of a lot of different reasons why they're still homeless. 
someone asked you, why are you a Christian? When you actually are changing people's lives, oh yeah. You may minister to a person maybe a week or two, and you may not see that person again. But that little short time may have really touched that person's heart and changed them. I think God is wise in that he just says, no, you just go deliver the word. Let me take care of the rest, you know? Takes the pressure off me. <laughs> now, when you come on Wednesday nights, there are two people on the street outside the church greeting everyone as they come in for a meal. Johnny and Bruce. They are the hospitality committee. Hey, Andre. How are How's you? How's it going, my brother? Hello, Everything my good? Yeah, fine. All right, man. Good to see you. Hey, Andre. Good to see you. People often say, um, you know, if your church were gone, would it be missed? And we want to be important in the community. And one of the things that helps build that bridge with people is first a meal. And it really builds that long-term relationship. Every week, he's the greeter outside for our meal. And he welcomes people. And he takes that really serious because he remembers when he was homeless and he didn't have food and felt like no one cared for him. The safety of graffiti is like, we're all different, we're all broken. So I don't feel like I'm different in graffiti. Jesus made you the way you are. And that's the love I have for graffiti, that they love me. This has been Stories of Hope from Send Relief. No miracle sandwiches. Graffiti Church is a Send Relief ministry center. That means they help train churches and believers how to reach out to the hungry, homeless, and hurting people in their community. To connect with them, or to learn more about how Graffiti Church does what they do, go to sendrelief.org. And join us in two weeks for another episode of Stories of Hope.